Greetings, Poddington people. I'm Ben Shires, and somehow, somewhere, somewhat unbelievably, we have reached the last Dave Weekly of the current series. Where has it all gone? Where, I asks you. Well, they say that time flies when you're having fun, which must be why the preceding 11 weeks have felt like they really, really dragged. Oh, who am I kidding? It's been a roller coaster, but there've been more ups than there have downs, even though on a real roller coaster that analogy wouldn't work because it's the downs that are the exciting bit. Anyway, I think the real message here is the one that Ronan Keating was so keen to stress. Life is a roller coaster. Just gotta ride it. And I hope you've enjoyed riding it with me. Not riding me, that'd be weird. Luckily, we're going out on a high, quite literally, with one of my favourite comedians and one of the nicest blokes over the height of six foot seven in comedy, Greg Davis. He's ably assisted by the far more lascivious but equally lovely Marcel Leconte. What a smorgasbord. Now go fill your boots. Okay, we're back with one of the Dave Weekly's favourite guests, Greg Davis. Hello, Greg. Oh, what a lovely introduction. Hello. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I say it to all the guests, but it just oh, puts them at ease. It's nice lie. to be. No, but what is You've it? simultaneously put me at ease and then made me angry now. Yeah, that's part of the thing that I shouldn't do, isn't it? That's the thing I've forgotten about conversation. Sometimes you, you, you mustn't say everything that's in your head. Yeah, don't undermine the compliment. Correct. Just keep some of it back. Correct. So we're in a brilliant room at the moment. This is what my producer, Joel, described as he walked in a dead atmosphere, which really set it up for the. <laughs> For this, uh, for this conversation. Yeah. But we're in a private screening room, uh, a location in London, about to watch your new sitcom. How yeah. does that feel? Um, well, absolutely horrific, of course. <laughs> it's Filled so, with dread. It's horrific to put your head above the parapet and, I, and say, oh, I've done this thing, what do you think of it? It's absolutely awful. There are no positives to it whatsoever. Mm. And I should probably just point out as well that we were in here for the sound check and uh, we sat next to each other as we watched that. And there's that awful moment where, had I not responded, I think that's the worst The worst thing can be to put your sort of heart out there. Yeah, and then just... to one person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. As so well. you did, you did uh, what my family members would do, which is laugh politely at the, at the beats that you knew yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I needed laughter. It was really lovely of you. It's nice that you've left that pause after each joke in the, in the yeah. show as well. Just <laughs> and that I was staring at you, yeah. waiting for you to... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, this is this is real. For a start, this this cinema is very cool. Um, it's covered in cowhide, the seats. Yeah. Which I don't know whether that's impressive or just the sign of a, a lazy leather sort of maker. Because w- surely this is the previous process to actually making proper leather. Yes. I would have a slightly more cynical take on it and say it's Soho media bullshit. Oh, yeah, that could be it. Sorry. <laughs> For, I'm from Yorkshire, and this is just a general sort of... I, this, this is interior design up there. I take I take that back. This is a very nice place, <laughs> and I'm, I'm so lucky to be here. As uh, proprietors from the hotel <laughs> wince around the side of the room. <laughs> no, it's lovely. It's it lovely. is. It is nice. And, in uh, kind of there, a, is, there is an expectation in the media that you have a slight different slant on furniture and stuff, and they've nailed it in here. It's yeah. lovely. Well, the only other time I've seen leather like this with the hair left on is when uh, I went to Tenerife uh, as a child and my mum bought me an African drum and you know with the leather yeah. it still has bits of hair on and I was like that is so cool oh, that's good because that is that's authentic Tenerife as well isn't it yeah, exactly I think yeah. it resonates it gives something to the drum which you wouldn't get from it's, a hairless skin it, if people are largely ignorant about Tenerife's culture and they arrive there and they go home <laughs> with an African drum <laughs> it's <laughs> 
It, it negates any research. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all you need to know about Tenerife. Too right. Um, they love having a whack on a drum, those guys. Oh, do they? Those Tenerifeans. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the beat that I dance to down there. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about this sitcom, because like I say, I've just seen a two-minute snippet. Hilarious, Looks very right? promising. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he doesn't write his own reviews for nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's called... Um, it, do you know what, Ben? If, if I say... Uh, the the best sitcom of the last fifty years on your on this podcast. I'm then legitimately allowed to say the best sitcom of the last fifty years in quote marks. The Dave podcast, aren't I? Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. In fact, if I was to mirror what you just said and say it was the best po- uh, the best show of the last fifty years, without question, that would be the quote from Dave officially. That's great. What's going to go out there? Can you say something about how sexually magnetic I am in the flesh? <laughs> Greg Davis exudes a chemistry which has not been seen outside of a laboratory before. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, it, look, those two minutes were dynamite. That's, right. That's so they should come with a, a highly explosive label. God, I am. And, and you saw a bed scene as well, so you, <laughs> you've seen how horny I am now. What slightly, I don't know whether it should worry me or intrigue me, is for a man who's described his body as uh, resembling a dropped trifle, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> that we should see quite so much of Greg Davis. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the way I, it, it's how I operate. Mm. It is self-deprecation. You, in life, this is, this is my uh, tip to younger listeners, in life, go around telling everyone that you're rubbish and revolting and, and awful because they'll go, oh, God, well, yeah, I mean, he is revolting, but he's not as revolting as he makes out. <laughs> so maybe I'll enter a long-term relationship with him or give him a job. He's owning his revoltingness. Yeah. He's taking it back. Take it, run with it. Mm. It'll get you all sorts of places. Embrace your trifly nature. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got bad memories of trifles, though, because as a child, we'd always have a trifle at the end of, of every Sunday roast. Yeah. And I hated cream, but I love Swiss roll sort of doused in raspberry juice, which is at the bottom of a trifle. You see, I, you and I would have been a perfect trifle eating partnership, oh. because I'd have nailed the cream and you could have had all that shit. You see, no one was like that in my family. I used to get told off by my mum for affecting the structural integrity of my trifle by trying to get to the bottom of it and is, by scooping out. Is that a verbatim quote? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I'm one of the few children who was put off eating a pudding with the word structural, structural integrity. integrity. <laughs> yeah, it, normally you get that from subsistence in your Victorian dwelling, but no. What are you doing, Mum? I'm just working on the structural integrity of a dessert. Yeah, but... She sounds awesome, your Mum. <laughs> she was great. She ruled with an iron fist. Was she an engineer? Yeah, <laughs> she was, actually. <laughs> she was employed by CERN at the time. Was, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she, she was brilliant. It actually led to the, uh, the creation of a trifle hybrid, which was uh, conveniently called Creation, which was just Swiss roll with raspberry juice in it. And that's what I used to have. as who, a. Who called it Creation? Well, well God, for a start. <laughs> no, who called your dessert Creation? Oh, right, OK. Well, I did because it was a creation. Right. But it was, it, was it known in the, what we're having for dessert tonight? Your mum would say, I'm doing Creation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. It did have an Old Testament vibe to it, didn't it? Yeah, okay, it sounds awesome. And on the seventh day, I had Creation whilst everyone else had Trifle. Creation. So, um, but yeah, let's talk about how that trifle manifests itself in Man Down, which is the sitcom. Let's, let's break the structure down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's say what is the the cherry on the top of the trifle of this sitcom? <laughs> what, what are you asking me, really, Ben? I don't know. Rick Mail's uh, in it. That's exciting. Oh yeah, that's good. Now I understand that question. Uh, it's not a question; it's a statement. Yeah. But it, it's one I it's one I agree with. It's how I operate. You it have is. to really search. You you throw statements at me. I'll tell you if I agree with them, <laughs> yeah. and I agree with you. 
I, it is very exciting that Rick Mail is in my sitcom. It is, without wishing to be, you know, um, obsequious, it is a dream come true that he plays my dad in it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, is that dream partially derived from the fact that you and others have for quite a while been describing yourself as a bloated Rick Mail? Yeah. No, no, not really. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's it's a... It's a happy coincidence that in middle age I have started to resemble him. Because when I was a huge fan of his as a kid, I didn't look like him then. Mm. I can show you pictures and there's nothing. But something happened. Is that pre-surgery or is that... <laughs> pre, pre me binge eating and drinking <laughs> for 25 years. But I have... I have well, that, that implies that Rick is out of shape. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I, I have started to look like him, but that's a happy coincidence. He was one of my comedy heroes long before I morphed into him. But when is it, do you, think, do you envisage a stage where people are going to say that Rick Mayle looks like a slim Greg Davies? No, I don't. No, never? No, I don't. I don't think I will, those roles will ever be reversed. I had a man come up to me incredibly excited fairly recently. And, it, you know, I've been on telly quite a bit in recent years. And he came up to me really excitedly and asked me for my autograph. And he was shaking with nerves. And I was thinking, this is a first. This is someone who's <laughs> shitting themselves to meet me. I'm delighted. I'm delighted with this power. And just before he left, he went, I bought, you bought and was my favourite. It was awful. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I didn't correct him, though. Still oh, lapped it up. Now, uh, you may or may not be aware that there is there's certain websites uh, dedicated to you, one of which, I, I really hope you have seen this in a way, it's called gdsexualfrustration.tumblr.com. Oh, my God, I don't know anything about it. Right, no. thank you. Well, yeah, I wasn't aware of it either until quite recently, i.e. this morning. But uh, you'll be pleased to hear that the GD stands for Greg Davis. Right. So it is Greg Davis, sexualfrustration.tumblr.com. And it's a blog dedicated to sexual fantasies, all featuring you. By one person? Yeah, or to put it in that person's words, I've, spelling error, I've entirely... <laughs> well, that sums it up. That's already ruined first word, it. First word is already a spelling mistake. That shows you that the sexual fervour with which this was typed, with one hand, presumably. Yeah. I, or, or the type of person we're dealing with here. Yeah. Go on. I've entirely convinced that Greg Davis is a sexy... I've entirely convinced? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's either meant to be I or I've entirely convinced a certain group, which she's then forgotten to add. Right. Um, uh, I've entirely convinced that Greg Davis is the sexiest man alive. He's tall, he has a pretty face, he's <laughs> hilarious, and he comes with his own pre-existing teacher kink. Stop, just come and confess. And then... So begins a series of confessions, and this is how from they... From the same girl or from, or well, from she's, people? She's asked for submissions. It quickly becomes apparent that sub submissions have not been the, the quick-flowing stream that she anticipated when she set up this part. Oh, you give us um, and you take us away, babe. <laughs> but, uh, so this is the way it works, right? There's a picture of your face, and then she applies a bar of text explaining the fantasy over that, and the text always obscures your eyes. Great. Now, I don't know why it's your eyes, presumably because those eyes are so innocent that they shouldn't be allowed to they look are. upon such depraved notions <laughs> of sexual fantasy. But to give you an example, Great, uh, this this is an example. Uh, so the picture is you as Mr. Gilbert and the text obscuring your eyes reads, I want to play naughty schoolgirl with Greg Davis. All right, so that's a relatively tame one. Now... Oh my god! But but to fantasise about the character of Mr. Gilbert is just fucked up. It's to, for Her him a school to be girl. Your, he's a sociopath. Yeah, him as some kind of socially dysfunctional 
sort of megalomaniac. Maybe wow. that's what people get off on, Greg. Maybe. We don't know. But maybe I need to bring some other, more of that into my real life. I think. Well, after you've heard some of the rest of these, okay. So you've got the idea of the way this works, and remember yeah. that last time we did a quiz where I offered to uh, let you win some cheese balls if you could uh, decipher certain answers. Now, yeah. don't have the cheese balls. So what I did instead was had a bit of a spring clean at my flat this weekend. Came up with this, which is feeling emo mix, which a girl made for me about. Six years ago. It's a genuine, you can see that's a genuine mixtape compilation. Is this a, an ex girlfriend? Uh, wannabe. Much in the way that this girl wants to be oh, that's attached lovely. to you. So, this is the Feeling Emo mix. She's actually drawn a face with tears on, on oh. the CD. And I don't know if you can make this out as well, but I just found this stray little bonus pube just attached to the sellotape the, in the there. genuinely is a pube yeah, attached to it. Genuinely. I don't know is, whether is I was meant to see that. Yeah, yeah, she was from America. Did you get off with her? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. fine. Okay. She's genuinely a lesbian now as well. She's living with her girlfriend. <laughs> Fucking I know. Hell. Let's just say that once you realise you can't have Ben Shires, yeah. what's the point in pursuing anyone point? else? Yeah. And it features such hits as Foundations by Kate Nash and tracks by Leonard Cohen and Cat Power. Anyway, all I want you to do in order to win this CD, Greg, this coveted CD. Yeah. I mean, fascinating. You would think I would want it. But yeah. On. Yeah. It's to fill in the blanks. Okay. On these, on the the fantasy. So I'm going to read. It. It's a bit like that. I got news for you, uh, game show, uh, little game where you uh, have got to fill in the blank of the sentence. Okay. All right. So I'm going to read the sentence with blank in it. And these are all quotations. It's all from, genuine quotations. From the only, the only person, woman in Britain. Yeah. On the internet. Gdsexualfrustration.tumblr.com. Let's go. Okay. Greg's blank. Make my panties drop. <laughs> Oh, God, Ben. This is awful. This is genuine. I know, I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, I'm going to presume that the lady's romantic and say eyes. <laughs> She's obscured your eyes, Greg. It's not going to be them. Well, what is it? It's obviously going to be my knob then, isn't it? What is it going to be my... <laughs> sure, that's all I've got going. It's either the eyes on the knob. Greg, which... what, Greg's thumbs up <laughs> makes me? <laughs> Greg, Greg's thumbs up Greg's me makes my panties drop. Greg's stomach? <laughs> It's Greg's smile. You should have continued oh, down the quite innocent route. Okay. That's interesting, Ben. Actually, because I've recently had my um, I've recently had my teeth um, fixed. Oh, you've Ryland them, have you? No, I mean, it's, <laughs> have you seen? I haven't Ryland them, as you can see. <laughs> no, I, was, I took my dad to his dentist because my dad struggles with walking a bit. So I took my dad to his dentist recently, and uh, he went, "You've got massive gaps in your teeth," and I said, "Yes, well, I don't want to have some awful." Um, veneer mouth so I'm mm. just stuck with these massive gaps he goes it's not like that anymore I can extend your teeth and it, it, it'll take half an hour and it's £49 your dad said that no, no it was the dentist oh right <laughs> don't worry son I can extend them I've got some polyfiller you don't need this this is a coincidence that we're in the dentist son yeah. <laughs> I can do this job right now right we'll do one more and then that's got to be it Greg uh, go on let's have two more is... <laughs> things come in threes okay alright well, two more I think Greg might be blank in the bedroom. And it's not the word blank, by the way. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, do you want me to give you what the answer should be? Yeah, go on. Largely asleep. <laughs> I think that sounds better. <laughs> it's more romantic. <laughs> it's actually really skilled. Oh, which right. suggests a trade. Okay. That you've made your oh, I, living out of I that. have no doubt I could do a lovely bit of dovetailing in the yeah. bedroom. <laughs> outside of that, I'm largely asleep. Yeah, I can fix your archetype, love, but do not wake me. <laughs> Uh, all right, last one. He's the only man twice my age, blank. He's, a, he's the only man twice my age, blank. We've got to take in her poor grammar, haven't we? <laughs> take that into account. Yeah, well, there's he's a teacher. He's the only man, blank, 
twice my age. Uh, I can't think of anything. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna show you what it is, Greg. But <laughs> <laughs> it's. I want to be effed senseless by. Oh. <laughs> now uh, I want to be effed senseless by. Now you you didn't that get is, any that right is there, Greg. So optimistic. So I'm gonna give you this CD because obviously you're gonna need something to cry over. Yeah. <laughs> and your fe the feeling emo mix is now yours. Um and. Just as a, a side note, uh, that blog has now been discontinued because she didn't have the time to, to keep it going by herself. She's oh. keeping up a personal blog, oh, but just God. not the... I mean, was your mission statement for this podcast <laughs> to just undermine what self-esteem I've got left? There <laughs> you go, and I've, I've printed oh, them out. Print out. <laughs> I've printed them out for you, Greg, so you can peruse them in your own time. So, the only, the only person on the internet who's shown any sexual interest in me can't be bothered to blog anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the top and bottom of it. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Ben. I'm really glad I came. It's all right. Well, listen, Greg, that's all we've got time for. Just time for you to go and cry in the toilets. Uh, thanks for getting involved, as always. Oh, thanks for having me. I like the Dave podcast. <laughs> I'm not even just saying it. Oh, she'd suck me dry. <laughs> Well, that was Greg Davis, and as expected, he was bloody marvellous, wasn't he? And now here's someone I like to call Trey Magnifique, Marcel Leconte. Marcel Leconte, bonjour and bienvenue to the Dave Weekly. Wow, really? <laughs> it was like someone shitting in my ear. Uh, start from the start. Marcel. Marcel. That was not too bad. Lui. Lui. Con. Con. Bonjour, we don't have time to go through okay. all wrong. <laughs> all the many reasons that I got that wrong. Well, that, that's fine because, you know, I, I appreciate that we are in, in, a, in a struggle here where you are a French uh, sort of, you know, wit, uh, sophisticate. You, sure. you are someone who obviously knows his language, his people inside out. And I am a, a, a naif. I am someone who oh, is... That hit. one you actually did well. <laughs> naif. Well, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here to learn from someone who has so much to tell. I am here to, to help. Thank you. Well, I mean, listen, let, let's talk about what you're doing at the moment first. I think it's a good place to start because you are you are tearing this country um, a new a, a new conscience, a new, a new French awareness in your tour, Gallic Symbol. Sure. Gallic Symbol so far, I have done uh, five of 26 dates and I am coming to a town near you. If I'm not coming to your town, just we'll go to the next town. The country really is not that big. I mean, absolutely. Is, is that the methodology that you use in booking tours? It's let them come to me. Sure, that's, the, that's how I live my life, to be honest. But it's my agent that has been booking in all the, the dates. And uh, some I've never heard in my life. Some mm. I have been to before, so it's different for me. Some have not quite lived up to their name. Uh, Maidenhead, uh, Cockermouth. I've played this weekend all three. Maidenhead, Cockermouth, Darlington. I expect quite a level of you know, female attention and certain quality. But uh, hmm. sadly lacking. <clears throat> Let's move on. I imagine uh, that for a man like yourself, Marcel, 26 dates is just an average week. <laughs> well, you have misunderstood the French way of working. I think. <laughs> no, no, it's an average year. <laughs> if, well, if I had my way. But hmm. you are putting the British spin of this. Fit as much work into your life as you can and then die. 
but no, I like to take it easy. For me, it's a little much, but uh, I'm happy to do it for money. I see. <laughs> I see. I, see. I mean, I was, am I right in thinking that at Edinburgh this year, you took a slightly different stance to the traditional way of operating, i.e. you got people to, to bid mm. for your services? Of course, yeah. This year, uh, I feel I've done Edinburgh now. It was my fifth year. It was evident to everybody, really, that I am a level above the other performers. I decide that to have a venue is quite passé. It's quite uh, it's obvious, you know, to have an actual venue booked where they charge the money to rent and all this. I think, no, 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 I will just do it without the venue. I, the person bid for me, the highest bidder, they get to choose um, where I am to go at what time of the day. And that's how it works. I found myself in some, well, some situations. So so people were paying for your services uh, on a basis that basically set you up as a comedy prostitute. I like to think of myself really as a priceless, well, not priceless because they pay the price, but a work of art, like, like an auction, like an auction for a beautiful uh, painting for a work of art. An affordable work of art, is that? Well, <laughs> not by all, but both obviously by those who, who won, yes. I see. And, and based on the uh, average uh, bid made, how much are you worth? Uh, a gentleman never tells these things. <laughs> it was a secret auction. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's very fitting for a, a man of your guile. Well, oh. you're no stranger to publishing, are you? No, <laughs> well, Wow. A segue yeah. is uh, what we would call that. Um, sure, the book is available right now. The uh, What we French think of you, British, and where you are going wrong, uh, seven pounds. So <laughs> and uh, now also the uh, latest album as well, uh, Vive Lucan. The latest album is um, the, my compact disc of my first uh, uh, row of songs in the English language and poetry also. You can buy it. Uh, in uh, end of November, but if you come on the tour, I'm selling now. Wow. So let's talk about this book a little more because, it, I mean, it, it is an interesting title. Um, uh, it kind of pits the French and the British against each other a little bit. I mean, is it a self-help guide for us Brits? Is it is it done through your own altruism? In a way, yeah. Well, sure, I'm altruistic for cash. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, to do the... Uh, I, in the book, it's a manual of sorts. I suppose it's uh, my view after five years in Britain to observe all I have observed and collated um, in the in the book form. And yeah, sure, much is to be learned. So mm. many things to be learned. I look at you, actually, well, one of the more stylish uh, British I have met. I won't <laughs> lie, it's okay yeah, what you are doing with the, all this. But often, oh, the, you see the British men, they wish to dress like a teenager for as long as they can, the jeans and the t-shirt look, and <laughs> then move on to just stages of beige in later life. There's this switch like that, and that is the two uh, forms that English fashion takes for men. And don't even get me started on women. What is, uh, Marcel, the most striking difference between the Brits and the French? Is it the strikes? <laughs> the strikes well sure we when we strike we do it with a purpose when we when we protest or cause havoc in the street it's not just because we want a new television <laughs> we have a purpose of political motives or whatever and uh, the british have a lot to learn from that the british i don't know so many differences the 
uh, with the Jubilee last year. Wonderful to see that, obviously. We well, we have no Jubilee because we have got rid of the parasitic uh, monarchy. We <laughs> straight the bang, the guillotine got rid of them. The English, they choose instead to leave them out in the rain for several hours looking at boats. They almost succeeded with Prince Philip, but <laughs> try better next time. Um, uh, listen, uh, you've just mentioned the guillotine there. Obviously, a classic French invention. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the other kind of the, the things that Fren- uh, the French have given to the world that you know we just couldn't do without? <sighs> I mean, apart the, from yourself, I should say that's the <laughs> that's you know, without, accepted there. Without saying, uh, the phrasing, I suppose, uh, we give... Um, Certain amount of um, well, the culture, the uh, definitive ways to say many things, like the British way. Uh, well, for example, if I can say this, well, I, I will say it: the uh, blowjob. You say <laughs> in, in the crass, the brash description of the act, not even correct. Um, in France, uh, faire le pipe, uh, faire le pipe. You say it's like to smoke the pipe. It's refined, <laughs> it's delicate, it's, well, it's not delicate, don't do it delicately, but it's a lot more refined than the way of, to put this phrase. Uh, je ne sais quoi, of course, uh, classic uh, French phrase to, for something that you don't know what it is. We even have a phrase for that. So it's something you, you know, it's something that everyone else in the world, oh, it's je ne sais quoi, how do you translate? Well, I don't know. There is, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot, it's no way to... You know, yeah, some like some that. phrases just so intrinsically French. Intrin- uh, the butterfly, you see the b- butterfly, you know, you, a beautiful creature. In English, butterfly, butter, form of, you know, heart disease causing and fly, creature which hangs around shit. In France, a papillon, le papillon, papillon, the uh, onomatopoeia, papillon, papillons, beautiful. <laughs> is so there, much better. Are the butterflies laser powered in France? Is that <laughs> <laughs> papillon? No, that's di- okay. Maybe <laughs> yes. All the butterflies in France has, have lasers. Mm. That's what we are bringing to the world. That's that's part of the Again, new French. Of course, technique. America have your drone strikes. We <laughs> will attack you with butterflies. The last thing you see will be of beauty. Yeah, it's such a French thing. Always one step ahead. Um, I thought the best French invention that I've ever experienced is the French kiss. We call it simply a kiss. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's no alternative. No, not really. Does the, that mean that you have to kiss relatives like that? Not with the French kiss. Actually, no, no, no. No, it's good to clarify <laughs> what is what in the kissing. No, not really. Well, it depends on the relative. <laughs> Second cousin, I think that's allowed. But um, no, the French, ki- well, the French kiss with the tongue. That's how, it should, that's how a kiss should be between lovers. Mm. What was it before? You know, the British, what you... Like the, you know, you are doing this down there as well. I don't know. <laughs> Just give it a little kiss and walk away. I don't think the woman will be pleased. Wise words, Marcel, wise words. Thank you for coming down and speaking to us. And uh, your tour runs throughout uh, October and November as well. Yes, it does until 22nd November. Uh, well, MarcelLucan.com. All of the dates are there. Fantastic. You heard it from the uh, luscious lips of the man himself. Thank you, Marcel. Merci. Well, well, and thrice well, it's the end of the show. But more than that, guys, it's the end of the series. And guess what? It's been a mush, as a modern dullard would say. And I'm going to miss you guys. Well, okay, I won't miss you, but I'll spare a fond thought for you. Okay, maybe fond is a bit strong, and, and thought is too, to be honest. But I'll certainly miss getting paid for doing this. And I believe that's something you can all relate to. 
Fortunately for both you and my agent, we'll be back in the new year with some exciting coverage from Dave's Leicester Comedy Festival. And if you can't wait till then, you can relive all those classic Dave Weekly moments by searching for us on iTunes. Of course, feel free to tweet us too. We're going to be bored in the meantime at join underscore Dave and me at Ben Shires. And guys, do me a kindness, will you? Be good to yourself. And yes, I am aware that's also the name of the Sainsbury's healthy eating brand, but the message still stands. Till next time, toodles doodles. The Dave Weekly is a Pixie production for Dave, hosted by me, Ben Shires, and produced by Joel Porter.